as we near the end of the year, the Animal Rescue League of Iowa wants to wish you a happy holiday season. We reflect on the year and are thankful for all our volunteers, staff, donors, and the entire community who supports our mission of providing love and care for the thousands of animals who come in our doors each year. While many of our homeless animals will spend their holidays in the shelter this year, thousands will spend the holidays in their new homes. Thanks to all of you. Welcome to the Animal Rescue League of Iowa's For Love of Animals podcast. Here are your hosts, Carol and Dan. Welcome to the ARL For Love of Animals podcast. I'm Carol and I'm here with Dan. Hello. And thank you for joining us on our podcast here. Number Four. Four? Yeah. Yeah. How exciting. Yes. You can look you can listen to past episodes, podcasts, if you'd like to too. Just go to our ARL for Love of Animals Facebook page and they're all listed right there as well. Plus you can find it lots of places. Yeah. Spotify, excuse me, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean. Wherever you're listening to it right now. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Well, welcome. We're happy to uh, Happy that you joined us. And so, pop quiz, Dan. Uh, here uh-oh. we go. Uh, what is EL2306? Oh, gosh. I have no idea. He is the cutest thing ever. Oh? That is what they've temporarily, temporarily named okay. a sea otter pup oh. that was found. Oh, I read about this, yes. but I didn't know that that was his name. Yes, well, it's okay. a temporary name. They've named him Pup. Okay. I just thought if I said Pup before, it, it would like give it away. Give it away, sure. So instead of cutest thing ever, they currently <laughs> call it Pup EL2306, proper name to be determined. And it's a northern sea otter who was found alone and malnourished in the remote town of Soldovia um, in October, and he was taken to the Alaska Sea Life Center in Seward. Um but interestingly enough, he's he's eight weeks old, basically. So um, cute. Oh my gosh! And he got transferred to the United States to Chicago, the Shedd Aquarium, because the Shedd Aquarium is one of the uh, few facilities in the U.S. with resources to care for rescued otters. Oh, so he is now in Chicago. So I think. Well, we're, nobody called me. Uh, yeah, I would have <laughs> taken care of him. Oh my gosh, is he the cutest thing yeah, ever? Yeah, he's adorable. But it does say that they're. Like just caring, like just caring for a, a baby human. So yeah, I'll pass. The shed aquarium yeah. can. We just want to look at him. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to hold it. He's, I just want to look at it. He's completely <laughs> adorable. So he um, arrived in Chicago at the end of November, and they were talking about like he needs constant care. It's just like you said, Dan. It's just like caring for an infant, including around the clock feedings. Uh, he also has to get groomed. And I found this fact just fascinating. Every square inch of a sea otter has 700,000 to a million hairs. Oh, my word. Per square inch. I would assume to keep them warm. I would assume that's right. Repel water. Yes. I assume, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So well, I mean, they're in the cold waters of Alaska. Oh, so. exactly. And said so they don't have a thick layer of blubber or fat. Okay, uh, like a whale or, or something or me. like that. Yep. Um, they don't have a <laughs> thick layer of blubber or fat like other marine <laughs> mammals do. So they have to take care of that coat really well. Um, and a mother, an otter mother would typically, of course, just like species, you know, teach the sure. baby how to groom itself. But no mom um, was around. So uh, uh, anyway, he is completely adorable. He's going to eventually be introduced to the other 
um, other five otters at the Shedd Aquarium in Chicago. So now we have to go to the Shedd exactly. Aquarium. Exactly. We have to add this to our bucket list. There. Yeah. Were you really? <laughs> yes. Well, not at the Shedd Aquarium, but yeah. in Chicago. It, you could have gone. I you know, could have knocked and said, I do the For Love of Animals podcast. <laughs> Can I please I see? Must <laughs> see the baby otter. <laughs> I must see. <laughs> A pup, E L, right. uh, yeah, right. two three zero six, and feel free to name it Dan. Uh, right, right. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. Have you ever been to the Shed Aquarium? I have. Yeah, I, you know, I've been to Chicago so many times. Yeah, but it seems like it's always for work. So it's like, you know, work during the day and then work events at night. Right. Uh, I need to go. You do. It's very cool. It's very cool. And the otters. I I have loved otters for years. And I mean. Yeah. They're the cutest things ever. I think I saw a documentary about them like 40 years ago. I kid you not. Mm -hmm. And it, it, they float on their back and they put a rock yes. on their stomach. And then that's how they break open. Like the, the oysters yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're See, super smart. Oh, my gosh. And then I know they also like don't, hold hands. Don't say it. I can't handle I it. Know, it's, it's too <laughs> much cuteness. Go ahead. <laughs> It's too Get it much together. cuteness. I know. Well, no, they like hold hands with each other. So they when do. they're floating and they can take naps and then they don't like stray away from each they other. They do. Stop That's it. Adorable. It's it's beyond adorable. Yeah. They rank right up there with red with red pandas to me. Yeah. They're yeah. In the cute factor. Oh, totally. Yeah. 100%. yeah. I agree with that. I 100% <sighs> agree with that. So there's your cuteness, people, for the week. Oh, there's a little sea otter. There's a little sea otter. And you know what? They found him because someone saw something and someone said something. We is, say that is all that the time, how they found him? Right? Yeah, I assume like somebody see something, say, say something, something or exactly. do something. If you if you're in the position to do something, then do something. Right, and I assume that is how they found him. Is that I mean, they must somebody must have seen the poor thing out there and right. you know said, hey, it's out there all by itself. Oh my God, I would probably jump in the water. Uh, you would, you would. I know you would. So yeah. would I. Yeah. But yeah. Well, maybe adorable. not because I can't swim. But the point is, <laughs> we would do whatever because he's adorable. Right. You would make sure someone did something. Exactly. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. So that's our cute our cute kickoff story. Love it. Is that sea otter. And again, you can see information about that, including pictures and stuff. Our wonderful Bernie will have that loaded up on the ARL uh, For Love of Animals Facebook page. Yes. Yeah. So, so check that out. Yeah, go check it out. He, he's been posting all kinds of fun stuff out there. Yes. And I, we cannot encourage you enough to go out there. If you love animals, yeah. it's not just the stuff we talk about here. He right. posts lots of other really cool animal stuff we find and mm -hmm. want to share too. Plus just general information. So yeah. And interact, ask questions, make fun of me. I encourage people to, uh, what do the British say? taking the piss or whatever right <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh give me a hard time out there and uh, and i'll see it and i'll respond right <laughs> and don't give me a hard time because my ego is way too fragile <laughs> i have no self-esteem whatsoever you can send me those in a private message i, I will <laughs> <laughs> yeah send those to dan separately and don't let me see him so yeah yeah, um, go out there and check it out. He he posts all kinds of fun stuff out there. Something cool, but maybe not ranking up there quite as cute as the cute factor <laughs> is. Well, well, there was uh, a white alligator. Yeah, found in Florida. Uh, they call him. I. I got nothing. I can never say this word. Leucistic. Leucistic. That's I, probably yeah. I yeah. think. Um, which means that they're they're white. They're not albino, but they're like white. Um, in Orlando, they found 
they found this little baby yeah. white alligator. I don't. I think it's kind of cute, Carol. I, I agree with you totally. Now, is it as cute as the baby sea otter? No. But it's cute, and they said it's got twinkling blue eyes. Right. How adorable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this was at Gatorland. Uh, Mark McHugh, the president and CEO of Gatorland, said, oh, boy, we have some exciting news here. Uh, for the first time uh, since a nest of leucistic alligators was discovered in the swamps of Louisiana 36 years ago, uh, we have the first birth of a solid white alligator ever recorded from those original alligators, which is very interesting. It is. So it must be like some recessive gene or yeah, something, right? Yeah, kind of like the raccoon we were talking about yeah, last week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he says it's beyond rare. It's absolutely extraordinary. And it says here the adorable cartoon-like creature is a female and was born at 96 grams and 49 centimeters long, alongside her normal colored brothers uh, to proud parents... Jayanne and Ashley. I love that they have all these. I love that names. too. Um, 96 grams. That's so tiny. It is tiny. And they said it, it's so born alongside her normal colored brother, mm -hmm. right? But the interesting thing was, like you were saying, different from an albino, which has pink eyes and not blue. Right, right. This one has blue eyes. Yeah. That's just so fascinating. They, so because it is white, they are sensitive to to direct sunlight and can burn easily. Uh, the park's veterinarian has said that the baby's doing uh, well so far and it is successfully eating bite-sized pieces of raw chicken and supplemental pellets. Fascinating. Uh, so fascinating. So fascinating. I, uh, and you're right, it's cute. It, it is cute. It is cute, it yeah. It is cute. <laughs> it, it is a cute. I mean, I, if I had to pick one, I'm probably going to take the otter. Right. But, yeah. but, <laughs> but it's cute. Oh, I love it. No doubt. Um, so in the meantime, this is the fun part. Uh, the alligator park is asking the public to help name the baby white gator, as well as her brother, uh, by posting suggestions excuse me, on Gatorland's social, social media pages. So go find Gatorland. Yes. And you can help name the baby alligator. I know. We should come up with a name and it's submit a female. it from us. They should name it Cher. And Cher because? Because it's a girl and it's white and it's fabulous. I don't love it. <laughs> no, she doesn't have twinkling blue eyes. Oh, you're right. She doesn't. But it's cute otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll have would, to think of that. What would be your suggestion? I, d I have none. People could suggest on our ARL for Love of Animals Facebook page, and then we could submit it from the ARL. Oh, there we go. You know, for Love of Animals. Yeah, there we go. You know, and see if they pick and it. And her brother, Sunny. It's Sunny okay, and Okay, that's kind of cute. Well, no, because they're brother-sister. That's kind of weird. Oh, yeah, that is kind of weird. <laughs> like, it should be more like Donnie Marie. Yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah, there. exactly. <laughs> I love it. That's great. <laughs> so we have been talking oh, about... Ex, you know, animals that are on the endangered species list and discovered animals. And so you found one for us. Yeah. So these are, um, you know, when I made that comment uh, last week, I was like, oh, a goal. We should try to talk about um, or find animals that were thought to be extinct but were found to not be extinct. Um, of course, there have been several of these throughout history. Um, but none like recently that we we haven't already talked about. But what I did find was we have found new species this year, which is cool, which is very cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I remember talking about this when we did the radio show at WHO um, and they're constantly finding new species, which I think is crazy. Yeah. 
um, because it just proves that we we know like the tiniest fraction of what's really out there, right? Yeah. Um, so I thought, okay, well, we can talk about this. So there is a list of them. I'm not going to go through the full the full list, but they did find a vampire wasp in Peru, um, which is not cute. Okay, <laughs> I agreed. We agreed. Um, <laughs> uh, but they did find uh, this. Uh, vampire wasp in Peru. Uh, they were Finnish and American researchers. They found this wasp, and it's a new species. Like, I, there's really not much else to say. Yeah. Um, Capito is kind of what they nicknamed the new species, uh, which comes from the medieval Latin word for big head, uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, Joppa um, pays homage to the wasp's smaller cousins, the Joppa genus, and Amazonica describes where it was found in the Amazon. So the largest and most diverse rainforest on earth. Um, they don't know anything about it, their life cycle, uh, the details, you know, et cetera. Um, but the family of wasps that it does belong to has a habit of laying eggs in unsuspecting hosts like spiders and caterpillars. Once the eggs hatch, the wasp larvae eat their way out from the inside out, which is super common of wasp species. They, you know, like parasitic wasp species especially yes they, they find these poor hosts and i guess it's circle of life but it's kind of gruesome it is it is kind of gruesome but it is fascinating you're right that there are these creatures out there that we don't know what that we don't even know they're around right yeah and maybe that's why they call it the vampire wasp right i mean it kind of makes sense now right <laughs> weren't there some other wasps that, like last summer that were what was it what was oh yeah like the murder hornets, murder hornets. Or whatever. <laughs> that's what i was thinking of murder hornets yeah i think those just came from you know they like came on a ship or something okay from a different country so they weren't necessarily new species right. discovered okay right. gotcha and they were invasive to murder hornets yeah, yeah exactly yeah i'll have a hard pass on a murder hornet, yeah that's i'm for sure yeah <laughs> yeah uh, and there's that what's so happening? i don't know what's happening we hit the table and it's playing and it's playing so there we go well i learned how to mute that real quick. there you go sorry about that <laughs> so i tell you what though we are gonna um take a quick break here and when we come back we have got a lot of fun stuff to talk about a lot of cool stuff to talk about so we hope you're gonna join us back here for the Love of Animals podcast. We'll be back in just a minute. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, I started the first micro distillery in the state of Texas with my dog, Dog Joe, at my side. We're still working with dogs out at the distillery after all these years. Learn more about how dogs are a part of life here at Tito's Handmade Vodka at vodkafordogpeople.com. Tito's Handmade Vodka is made from corn and naturally gluten-free. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Holidays have arrived, and that means you're probably making your gift list. While the excitement of opening a box with a puppy makes for a great surprise, instead we encourage you to purchase a gift card to the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. A gift card allows the recipient to meet and bond with a pet of their choice, or can be used toward training classes or the purchase of pet supplies in the ARL Animal House. Happy Holidays! We are back. Hello. Welcome to the For Love of Animals podcast. I'm Carol, and I'm here with Dan. And we good are good morning, good afternoon, whenever good you're evening, listening to it. Good midnight. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, one thing that we have not really kind of covered very much since we started this, Dan, was the fact that 
We are happy to answer any of your behavior questions you might have with regard to cats, dogs, um, other animals. If we don't know the answer, we're going to find out and, That's right. and we're going to get you back the answer. But I've been working with cats and cat behavior for 20 some years now. I know you have trained at uh, our Good Manners dog training classes mm -hmm. and done a lot of um, work with dogs and dog behavior. And mm -hmm. so we're happy to answer those questions for you. Um, yeah, they're fun sometimes to yeah. strategize and troubleshoot. Most definitely. And that's the thing with cats. I mean, I don't think there's, you know, we've got suggestions and sometimes you have to try suggestion one and then come back and tr we'll try suggestion two. Right. But um, we And give it time in between. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's not necessarily going to right now. Sometimes it's and you, you've talked about this a lot, Dan, is we have to manage manage to that behavior. Right. Yeah. So sometimes it's us who has to change what we're doing to make that behavior different. Right, which sometimes is the hardest part. That's right. Of changing human behavior. We just want it to be how we want it to be. <laughs> right. So we had somebody um, write us um, in or give you a call about a behavior question on cats. So why don't you go over that and then... Um, I'll kind of talk through that. Yeah. So uh, the question comes from Marcy uh, Oberreckling. She lives in Mechanicsville, Iowa, which is uh, over near Cedar Rapids. She has uh, three female cats who are, uh, you know, less than five years old, I think. Okay. Um, or ish. And she acquired a new kitten, <laughs> as we all do, right? Uh, it's a male. His name is Jack. Um, and she kept him in, you know, like a big ferret cage type thing, um, so that they could be around each other, but not actually interact with each other, just get used to each other, their sense, you know, yada, yada. Um, and, but the couple times that she's let him out to explore, he instantly goes after the cats and by go after, he like, like pounces, attacks, and they don't like it. Of course not. Um, so she was like, what do I do? Yeah. She wants to pull her hair out. Yep. Um, you know, pull her hair out, not the cat's right. hair out. Yeah. <laughs> Although she, sometimes she yeah. probably would, but, <laughs> um, yeah. Like what, what are some suggestions? Yeah. Great. And I'm assuming, uh, since this is somebody, you know, these cats are all spayed and neutered. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> so key one. Yes. One of them, she actually got, uh, she adopted from the ARL. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. So a couple things, and I'm going to talk in generalities here just, just for a minute, not necessarily specific to Marcy's question. Then we'll get to that is sometimes it's the, and I'm not suggesting Marcy didn't choose correctly or, didn't need to take this kitten in at all so right, but right, sometimes right. it's we get behavior calls like exactly like this i got a new cat i got a new kitten and one of them's attacking the others and i kept them separated and what should i do sometimes it's an age thing so even if even if you've got cats that are five and you've got this new kitten that's six months or yeah he's yeah four, something like that four to six months old there's still the age difference. There's still the, the circle of life difference. It's like a toddler to a junior high. And those junior highs are like, I'm too cool, get away from me, mm -hmm. or I don't want to play, and this kitten wants to play rough. Mm -hmm. Some of it goes to uh, their background. Was this kitten you know, born to a feral mother, and there may be some genetics into it? Was this kitten not very socialized for the first how many months? Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot of that stuff in there. And so... What what do you do in these situations? So with Marcy's specific situation, here's a couple things that I would suggest. One, um, she may want to take the kitten 
out of the ferret cage and put it into a room. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, I love the idea of the ferret cage because it does like put the cat right in the center of the rest of the home with the rest. Yeah. But it, what it may be doing is amping up his frustration and energy. Oh. He can see those cats. He wants to play. Why are they out? I'm stuck in this cage. And so the minute he's mm -hmm. out, he gets, he's so amped up, he wants to go. The advantage of starting in a room is there's lots of room for him to run and play, and you can put lots of toys in there, turn a TV on, have a window where he can look out. I mean, it just gives him more space without that energy being amped up, focused on the cats that are, are out about the house. Okay. Then once you get through that period of time, and, and we're going to want to have some time here since they've met. It hasn't been a positive. Um, so put him in that room, shut the door a week, Two weeks, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, then what you can start to do is put up a screen door mm -hmm. or baby gates piled up where he can't get out, but he's now starting to see the cats. But he's going to be less amped up when he had more space to play and hang than he did when he was limited and frustrated. Now, given they've met before and it wasn't necessarily a great thing, I would start doing things like scent therapy. So I want to talk through that. And then I want to talk about distraction therapy. So scent therapy, I'd start rubbing um, a towel on him and then rubbing it on all the cats. I would take the same uh, towel, rub it on the adult cats and rub it on him. We start to get their scents on each other. Mm -hmm. I would ratchet that up with putting cooking vanilla on the base of their tail. Oh, so, yes, I remember yes, you talking about this. It, it sounds crazy, but it actually works. Yeah. But it's a scent that stays with them and they all smell the same. Um, and that's on the base of the tail at the top that mm -hmm. connects to their uh, back because they can't really reach that spot very well to lick it off. Mm -hmm. So put a dab on. You can, you know, if you a get little a, dab will do ya. a little dab will do ya. <laughs> a little dab will do ya. Um, uh, the cooking vanilla and put that on all of them and then do the towels as well. Okay. So I would do that, you know, so have them confined into a bedroom or something for a week or two, start that there, that scent therapy, then maybe pile two gate baby gates on top of each other so they can't get to each other. Then take a, and I love these, <clears throat> they work great, but take a fishing pole toy and start dangling it while he's <clears throat> behind the baby gate and they're on the other side of the baby gate uh, especially if one of them is super playful, the five-year-olds. Mm -hmm. But what that does is it kind of gets them interacting, playing together, and they're not focused on each other. Okay. Distraction therapy. Yep. Okay, so then you get past that part, and then you want to start letting them out when you're home together. I wouldn't leave them unattended if you're not home. Sure. I would be armed with <clears throat> these fishing pole toys, and I would be armed with my favorite toy ever, ping pong balls oh, for cats. Yeah. Lightweight, they bounce, they roll. And the minute he comes out of the room, start tossing those ping pong balls. And what that does, if it, you can toss it right in front of his eyesight, you know, don't smack, don't hit him <laughs> with it, but across his eyesight. So he sees Get it and runs after that versus runs after the five-year-old cats. Okay. And that's really, that's where we need to start with this. So I would immediately put him in a different room, litter box, food, water, mm -hmm. give him some stimulation in there. There's also stimulating toys you can buy, you know, mm -hmm. two puzzle toys. Put those in with him, start the scent therapy in a week or two, start letting them see each other again, dangle the toy, let him out, be armed with fishing pole toys and ping pong balls, get him distracted on those, and then put him back in the room when you're not going to be able to watch him, when you're yeah. sleeping, when you yeah. go to work, uh, and then start and just keep doing this. And what we're going to hope is going to happen over time is he's going to focus that energy on those ping pong balls 
and stuff, not those five-year-old cats. He'll just be like, oh, whatever. Right. And my other suggestion, whether she's going to love it or not love it, I don't know. <laughs> Get another cat about his age. Oh, she would probably be very happy about that. Her husband, however, would probably be like, get out. Yeah, and take your cats with you. Right. Um, and the reason I say that for people, you know, listening, uh, there's, to me, two cats are always better than one. And mm -hmm. it's not just for the purpose of the fact we love cats. I should say most of the time, two cats is better than one. Because there are cats like Benny, our mascot here at the Animal Rescue League, yeah, who where he never wants to have another cat in his presence <laughs> and is aggressive about it. So yeah. he lives here with the people. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, especially a kitten or especially a six-month-old kitten, if they have a friend about their age, they're going to play, they're going to wrestle, they're going to keep each other you know, occupied, and they're going to leave the older cats alone. Makes sense. So that's a great question, Marcy. Love questions like this because I think just even the answer of it's going to help a lot of people uh, when they're considering maybe adopting a kitten. Get two. Absolutely get two. Um, if you only can get one and you have cats at home, these are great tips mm -hmm. just to for making the sure the intro. Because it was a bad start, unfortunately, it might take us a little bit longer, but it's going to take as long as it's going to take. I've done, I've had eight cats at one point mm -hmm. in my life, and some of them took. Uh, you know, a week at the most, and some of them took four months. Right. You know, it, it's a lot of cat personality, mm -hmm. how Just they like started humans, off. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. There are people we meet, we love them immediately. There are people that, as we say, grow on us. <laughs> I love that. And you don't have the to. The cats have to grow on each other. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And, you know, they don't have to be best friends. Some cats are going to groom right. each other and sleep next to each other and, you know, all that. As long as they can coexist peacefully and your five-year-old cats aren't, like, mm -hmm. you know, hating life. Right. Yeah, does, she she does matter. have um, a, a younger cat, young younger-ish cat, mm -hmm. like two, mm. maybe one. I can't remember. But, um, good. Yeah, those are, those are good tips. Do you think, um, you know, because some people, what they do is, and, you know, people do this with dogs, too, which we don't advise – where they just like bring them home and put them all together and they're like, they'll figure it out. Yeah, no. Horrible idea. Horrible idea on cats. Horrible. Yeah. I can tell you that probably, uh, and this is no exaggeration, probably 80% of the calls I get where cats aren't getting along, the people got a cat and they just put them out together. That's what they did. And they don't like each other at that point. Mm -hmm. I mean, they don't know. It's kind of like saying, okay, Dan, I'm going to put you at this place you don't know where and put these people around you. And if you like them, great. If you don't, whatever, you right. know, figure it out, figure it out. Yeah. So definitely this intro process and there's more information on the animal rescue league's website at www.arl-iowa.org. That intro is the best thing you can do when you bring a new cat home is that slow intro process. Yeah. And, um, more than anything, that is, you know, get them used to you. And as we, you know, we have lots of recommendations for mm -hmm. getting them used to you and get them, you know, touch their paws, touch their ears, sorts of things, get them ready to go to the veterinarian so they're calm about that part of it. But this intro is one of the best things you can do. Uh, you just, and the thing is, is when you think about it, I had somebody say to me, you know, two weeks or three weeks. And I'm like, three weeks out of like 15, 20 years. It's nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, in the grand scheme. In the grand yeah. scheme, it's nothing. And yeah. it's keeping, you know, your current cats happy and in a good space and getting your new cat acclimated really well. Right. And I just adopted um, 
a cat uh, a couple months ago, uh, about a two-year-old, about a two-year-old cat named Lily. And I have a 15-year-old cat, a 16-year-old cat, and an 11-year-old cat, okay? So I had someone call me. Senior citizens. Senior citizens. (laughs) And had someone call me and said, do you think I should adopt a one-and-a-half to two-year-old cat? I would have said, you're crazy. But I did it. So it tells you something. Have have you met us? Uh, Have you met us? We are. Uh, So I did that exact process that I just described. Mm -hmm. I put Lily in another room. I started off slow. I let the other cat, Simon was my, I knew Simon was going to be my tough one. Mm-hmm. I let him, he's 11. He's, you know, mm, kind of grouchy once in a while. Let him in first, had had the toys ready. And within a day, they were, you know, watching toys together and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And I knew, okay, I got past this one. Now I got to, you know, get to the, get through the others. And, right. Um, she's great. And they all do great together. Yeah, but they all coexist. Time, time, time. Go slow. Time and patience, I yeah, suppose, right? very yeah. much. And then what are your thoughts on, um, I know we've talked about these before, uh, you, the feel-away yeah. plug-in diffusers? Yeah. Yes, love them. Um, so feel-away is a synthetic cat pheromone. So it's not a drug. Um, mm-hmm. and so it's a great place to start if you're having issues. And um, I have like six all around my house, mm-hmm. um, which is way too many. Because do they make spray too? They do. Okay. So, so maybe that's an option it. too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like spray it on the cat beds or something. Yeah, it's cat beds, or you can even put a blanket. Just you know, mm-hmm. spray it and put it in your house. You know, in the living room. One one feel away plug in, and they're like air fresheners. If if you haven't seen them, so and but you as a human can't smell them, mm-hmm. but the cats can, um, and they're like an air freshener. So they plug into an outlet, and one of them they say covers about three thousand square feet. Oh, that's pretty big it's pretty big so i i have a lot right now which i did i consistently because my cat simon who i mentioned earlier is just he's very high strong (laughs) and like changes or so it doesn't zone him out like you wouldn't even know the difference yeah but it does just calm him down we use it at the animal rescue league on cats that come in very stressed out and we'll spray it on like a blanket and put it in their cage with them Mm -hmm. and it just helps get them over the really stressful period so that we can handle them get them through our process, mm-hmm. get them up for adoption or get them to Love a foster it. home. So, and, yeah. And um, for people in the Des Moines area, I know you can buy those at the ARL Animal House, right? Y- absolutely. And it's tax-free. Right. You don't, you don't pay uh, <laughs> city sales tax on that. So check it out. And then all proceeds go back to the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. It's a win-win. Win-win. Yeah, win-win. We love those. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, if you have questions, dog, cat, horse, guinea pig, whatever, um, you can go on the ARL website, arl-iowa.org, click on community, scroll down to our um, little icon there for the Love of Animal podcast page. Click that. You scroll down. There's a little form. You can send us questions. We're still working on the um, phone number to be set up so that people can call and leave us voicemails because sometimes that's easier. Um, so when we have that set up, we'll l- let people know you, they can call in and leave us voicemails. Absolutely. But in the interim, just email us, um, put something on our For Love of Animals Facebook page. We will definitely yes. answer your question and happy to help. And I think one of the neatest things is about um, being involved with a shelter like the Animal Rescue League is, you know, we have as much motivation to help help people keep pets in their home right as we do for adoptions we want that mm-hmm. all to be successful and you know i think about well, why <laughs> i mean this is what i don't understand we've talked about this tons 
that concept should be what every shelter is following to Agreed. keep the animal out of the shelter. Agreed. I think I think the thing for me that has consistently just breaks my heart at times is to see these pets come in and they don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. Like, the, I think the Animal Rescue League of Iowa is one of the best shelters ever. Um, but the problem is, you know, as good as it is, these pets want to be with the people that they love. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, somebody brings their dog in because it's doing something or whatever. That poor dog is, you know, leave the people that mm -hmm. they love are leaving and they're going to go sit in a kennel and wonder right. what's happening. Right. So we really want to keep pets in the home and we want to help you. So reach out. And if you aren't in Iowa, I mean, there are shelters all over this country that have the same motivation yeah. we do. Find a good shelter, reach out to them, get some help, and let's let's keep these pets in the home. Yeah, that's yeah. where they belong. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of that, you know, the holiday time is here, mm -hmm. and there it are sure is. great <laughs> ho ho ho. <laughs> there are great pets, uh, toys for pets. You know, most the majority of people who have pets include their pets in their shopping. Like they want to give them oh, yeah. a holiday pet too. Yeah, I know. Tons of people prefer to shop for their pets versus their nieces or nephews or. <laughs> You know, brothers or sisters or whatever. Absolutely. So, and uh, and again, another reminder, if you're here, uh, the Animal Rescue League has the Animal House store. And those uh, toys and things in the Animal House store at the main location um, have items that our behavior people recommend right yeah so you can go in there and go okay that's good must be a good toy and of course there's ping pong balls and fishing <laughs> toys um but if not uh there's a list that has been has come out that talks about the best uh 20 best gifts for cats and the humans that they tolerate and it came out uh <laughs> in 2023 no getting ready for the holidays so uh we'll walk through these there's a lot of them but we'll we'll walk through them pretty quick here so cozy nooks they are like felt cat caves. Um, I want one. I, they look amazing. Right. So you climb into it. It's like literally like a ball almost, but it's a cat bed, but it's a nook and uh, a cat cave and you can, they can go in there. So it says, if I fit, I sit. That's adorable. <laughs> Which is like what everybody <laughs> says about cats. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Love it. Yeah. And it says this one can fit. Uh, one cat up to 24 pounds. So that's pretty, that's a huge cat. Definitely. Very much. I can see a pile of kittens sleeping in one. Oh gosh. Myself. That be so cute? But yeah. yeah. Or baby otters. Or baby otters. <laughs> and the cat cave is easy to clean with a vacuum or a lint roller. Perfect. Because of the felt material. So yeah. that's number one. Number and two. These aren't in any order. They're just oh, 20 yeah. of them. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, a bat it says batting practice, which is yeah. like this apparatus with, you know, uh, butterflies on the end of it that spin around adorable yeah so that you don't have to s use your arm to to make a move yeah and i'm gonna skip skip over the ones that are for humans you can check the list out if you're interested oh, in what to idea. give your friends we're just gonna go with the cat stuff uh, a mod cat scratcher and it is so cute it kind of looks like a thin number eight on its side mm -hmm. and it's got scratching material on it so the cat can uh it's made out of layers of dense recycled cardboard um and then some cats actually sleep on them it's not adorable. to scratch it's super cute yeah those Very are cute. cute and it is important i think to mention this 
uh, with cat scratchers, it's important to have ones that are horizontal and vertical, right? Because absolutely, it depends on the cat of what they prefer. Right. Some want to go horizontal. Some want to go vertical. I have one that goes either way. Mm-hmm. But you need to read your cat to know which kind. I love that um, for sure. And this is called the Pet Fusion Ultimate Cat Scratcher. So cute. Yeah, I love it. Um, kitty pillows. Uh, raising the bowl. I like this. Um, I like this too. It's just like a a bowl on a pedestal. Yeah. Essentially. Which, ouch. I just jammed my finger. Um, I didn't smack you. I'm <laughs> telling you, I didn't. Uh, it's important, I think, for these because we uh, we recommend this for dogs a lot to, uh, you know, taller dogs to raise their bowls up so that they don't have to bend over yep. as far. But you never really think about that for cats. Yeah. But it's probably important just for the same reason. Next one is a Cat Dancer original interactive cat toy. It's called the Cat Dancer, and it's kind of like we were just talking about with the butterfly one where it kind of flips and moves around. I think I'll just make the general statement that I love toys like this that are interactive, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. they, they it helps their brain think, and they move, and, you know, so it gives them something to chase, so it's really cool. Yeah, and I love this one because it says the cardboard and wire toy was invented by a college student who was too broke to buy real toys yeah. for the kittens he had adopted. Uh, he was working at the shelter part-time. Now, nearly 40 years later, the company he founded has donated thousands of cat dancer toys to shelters. That's awesome. That is very cool. Sturdy and cheap, so it works. Cats go nuts for it. It's yep. very cool. Uh, the next one is called Fishy Fun, yeah, which that's I cute. love these. Yes. Uh, it's like a stuffy toy that's in the shape of uh, a trout or something. Yes. Uh, um, that's filled with catnip, yeah. and then the tail wiggles on it yeah it's motorized how adorable is that so you know they can get those rabbit kicks in right it's very important (laughs) the next one is another cozy nook for a for a cat a cozy nook for snoozing and this one that they show as example is like a ball there's one that looks like a shark or a whale love it and they can sleep in i have these for my cats they love them i have one that's shaped like a pineapple i have one that's Mm -hmm. shaped like a cactus they love them because it's kind of that whole nook thing they go in and they're just surrounded in this i couldn't find Simon like a little den yeah and I couldn't find Simon this morning and I was like I always have to count my cats before I go to work to make right. sure everything's okay <laughs> like where is he I finally like caught a look he's in that cactus and I barely <laughs> saw him just his little face so yeah it's adorable love that um the other one is an endless fountain of water love fountain this. um I had these for um my cats and I finally just had to throw the thing away they did not care about it really yeah but I know um, several of my friends that have these, and it's just a water fountain to keep the water yeah. flowing, and cats do seem to like it a yeah. little bit better, and and their dogs like them too. Yeah. I had a cat who didn't drink out of it, but played with it. Yeah. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. My cats would literally walk by it and walk to the <laughs> normal water bowl. I was like, all right, I if tried. If that's what you prefer. Right. I tried. <laughs> the next one is really cool. It's a heated bed for them, which I have a cat mm. that totally loves that, loves to lay on the heat. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is by K&H uh, Pet Products, which they make a lot of uh, chicken stuff too. Really? Yeah. Heated water bowls and stuff oh, like that. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I recently got a heated blanket for my bed. Yes. Um, and my cats are like <laughs> obsessed with it. Like, and I turned it on for them. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> when no, I got out of bed this morning. Let's analyze this. Yeah, yes. I, t- I totally hit the on button and then put the, the timer at like eight hours. Love whatever. that. Yeah, they were on it all day long. Love it. 
Um, avian companions. These are very fun. Uh, that cat is super cute. Uh, they're catnip stuffed birds. Uh, Batty and Kirky are their names. <laughs> uh, about the size of the re uh, real bird, and they're designed to appeal to um, cats because of their feathery fluffiness. And this is um, dead birds. Uh, it says your cat is likely to go from stalking the toys to cuddling them with, while drifting off into a catnip field trance. Oh my gosh, those are cute. I'm going to mention the next one, which is bird watching. And I know a lot of this could be for people, mm -hmm. but I love this. This is like the whole real TV thing for cats. Yes. So it's a it's kind of a plastic thing that with suction cups uh, attaches to the outside window. And then your cats can sit there and watch those birds right up front. Which is perfect. I know uh, they do that at the ARL. Yes. They have all the, the bird feeders in the window. Right out and there. Cats can look. Yeah, they love it. So that's that's the summary of the ones for cats. Um, there's other things on that list that are for like your friends and stuff who love uh, cats. But check out those wonderful items. We'll have that uh, linked to our For Love of Animals Facebook page. So please get on. Go to Facebook. Go to For Love of Animals and get on there so you can see all this cool stuff. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. We are going to take another break. When we come back, we'll be talking about some more fun stuff and holiday gifts for pets. Uh, dogs. Dogs. So, yes. Dogs turn. We'll be back. It costs $15 per day to provide the needed shelter, food, toys, and veterinary care for each animal at the Animal Rescue League of Iowa. And right now, we have over 1,000 animals in our care. For as little as $5 per month, you can join our Loyal Friends Club to ensure that the ARL will continue to be there for animals in need. $5 per month will help change the life of four homeless pets each year. Visit arl-iowa.org to sign up. Tis the season of giving, and the Animal Rescue League is collecting donations now through December 31st with our annual Tree of Life event. Here's how it works. Visit our website, arl-iowa.org, to view our wish list, purchase items of your choice, and place them under the tree at any of our Tree of Life locations around the Des Moines area. These donations are put to use all year long and make a huge impact on the animals in our care. Again, visit arl-iowa.org. Thank you and happy holidays. Welcome back. Welcome back to the For Love of Animals podcast. We're here with the Animal Rescue League. My name is Carol and I'm here with Dan. We're so glad you're joining us to listen to our podcast on all things fun animals. Yes, so, and fun stories. And fun stories. And this is a fun story. It is a fun story. I, I'm <laughs> I gonna, think it's hilarious. Uh, it is hilarious, but I'm going to start <laughs> it off by saying we really enjoy our partnership with the Des Moines Police on our uh, animal services yes. to the city of Des Moines. And yes. we respect and appreciate what the police do as it relates to animals. Yes. And I realize this was not even in the United States, <laughs> but it's okay. You go ahead. But it's hilarious. <laughs> And I think I think I can say this. Oh no! Being an ARL, ex ARL animal services uh, <laughs> officer, I've worked with police. I know police officers. I feel like if this happened to one of their coworkers, they would never let them live it down. Probably not. Right. So that's the only reason we're talking about it because it's funny and nothing bad happened. Yes. In the end, but this is funny and. I will also say because I, I come <laughs> from like, we have so I know this. I come from a family of some police officers. So again, huge respect. But I agree with you. They would probably just tease each other forever. Yes. Go ahead. So there was 
there was a kangaroo in Canada that was being transferred between zoos, and it got loose. <laughs> and in, you know, them trying to catch it, it literally punched a police officer in the face while it was trying to be captured. <laughs> so it spent four days on the run. Four, that's a long time. Four days. And so they got a call. The Durham Regional Police Service uh, in Canada received a call from a member of the public saying that they saw a kangaroo hopping around um, a town uh, 40 Oshawa. miles east of Toronto. Yeah, Oshawa. And escaped while being transferred. <laughs> was spotted hopping down the side of a highway by bewildered motorists and the police were dispatched and were briefed on the best way to subdue a kangaroo, which I have no idea if this is accurate or not. Do you? You're supposed to grab it by the tail? I would assume so. Yeah, I their mean, tails are yeah. like pure muscle. So that's yeah. how you grab it. Yeah. Uh, they grabbed it by the tail, kept it detained, but one of the officers was punched in the face by it. Yeah, it, the article starts out a fugitive kangaroo that spent four <laughs> days on the run. <laughs> it's just, oh my gosh. And it says here, only one of the officers was struck in the face during the apprehension, but he'll be just fine and we won't be continuing the investigation. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. If you're a police officer and you are listening, just be thankful that you didn't get beat up by a kangaroo. Exactly. Like yes. You, you, you'll never have to fill out a use of force report on a kangaroo. That's right. <laughs> He said it was about four-year-old female, and uh, they, the kangaroos being looked at, but should be just fine. Yes, and it says here, uh, officers rescue kangaroo on routine <laughs> patrol. Very clever. <laughs> Very clever. I love all the puns. Yes, yes. Uh, see, I should have. Um... That's right. Yeah. We have sound I'm a effects. Slow on we the need to be here. using the sound effects. That's <laughs> hilarious. Uh, well, anyway, glad both the officer and the kangaroo were okay. That's right. Yeah, they kind of have that special bond now, I guess. So. Yeah, I mean, nobody else is going to be able to be like, oh yeah, I right. chasing a raccoon in it or a <laughs> kangaroo and it beat me up or a raccoon for that matter. A raccoon, I would. <laughs> yeah. Probably way more common. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Fun stuff. So we. You know, it's the thing. It's the thing we hope to cover on the podcast. Is you know, animals are so unique, not only their species, but their themselves and mm -hmm. their personalities, and just to be able to live in a world with all of them and appreciate the fun stuff, right, and the and cool stuff, like to be driving down the road in Canada and see a kangaroo hop. Like, yeah, what a crazy world we live I in. I know. And where are you ever going to get that? Right. And I tried to send you a thing, and I can't even remember where it was, and maybe you saw it, but somebody, I don't know if it was outside Yellowstone or what, had they pulled over, and there were you could see on the picture there were cars lined after line, and these bison had come down the hill, mm. with, and a bunch of them had babies, had oh, the babies, yeah. and they were running down, you know, moving mm -hmm. the whole herd, so the people had to wait in their cars for, like, a long time. But the cool thing was it. That people were like, that is the coolest thing ever to get to see. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it would, um, when we were there, whenever I went went there last, September of yeah. 2021, I 2021. think it was. Yeah, I need to go back. Um, they uh, they were moving. The bison were moving a lot yeah. um, when we were there. And there's an area of Yellowstone called uh, Hayden's Valley, and that's where they all were. And they tend to 
uh, use the road to travel because it's easier for them. Yeah. They don't have as many obstacles, I guess. But um, there's always traffic jams. Because, I mean, you, you literally just have to wait. Which You can't which, do anything else. Why would you not want to wait right. and watch that? How right. cool. And it was Yellowstone. I just uh, Googled it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, how what an experience to be able to be sitting there watching this herd move with its young. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. And when they walk right by your car, like, you can hear them, like, breathing, you know, because, yeah. you know, like, exhaling uh air through their big giant noses right yeah and it's it gives you goosebumps it does it's like they're so big yeah and you know you have like what four or five inches of metal between you and right. the thing. you just hope that they don't you know turn yeah. and go rogue but yeah um you know i think the bison there are probably pretty used to cars and you need to respect these still animals stay away. and you and i have talked about this yeah. the people that like get out of their cars oh, that's the dumbest thing you could do and they go up to try to like what pet the bison right i mean what are you doing get their instagram photo right yeah and then they end up dead right or injured injured yeah it's yeah stay in your car right stay, stay in, in your, your car, car and enjoy that amazing beautiful wondrous sight that you're getting exactly to do it that a lot of people would just oh they'd be so happy happy to get so mm-hmm. anywho now we need to move to dog toys for the holidays yes and so we talked about cat toys we already. did yes can't and forget I, our dog friends and i think these are specific for dogs as opposed to dogs and the humans who love them so oh, we're going to cover these but uh i love the first one peanut butter yumminess the frisco <laughs> nylon christmas tree dog chew toy and it is hilarious looking because it's like a christmas tree yeah it looks like a sugar cookie almost it does uh and it's only ten dollars it's only ten dollars and i don't know why you and i aren't getting a donation made to the animal rescue league for us promoting all these products yeah chewy yeah Hello, Chewy. Donate. We ARL, love you, Chewy. 5452 Northeast 22nd Street, <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> 51313. You know, Chewy is an amazing company. Yeah. I bet if I contacted them, I'm, I'm going to, I bet I can get something. The thing is about them is if you order and get the wrong thing, they tell you to donate. Yeah, it to they your, don't, they're like, don't even bother sending it to back your to shelter. Us. How yeah. nice. Yeah. They, um, a couple of years ago, this is so random. We got off topic already, but I got <laughs> we a, do that a little uh, painting in the mail. It was like a you know five inch by five inch canvas. Yeah. Of one of my cats. Okay. Because I get my food from Chewy. Yeah. And you can upload their little photos and have like a little profile yeah. or whatever, and then attach like medicines or whatever you know, so that you know what's going on. Yeah. And they just randomly chose one of my cats Ugh. and had someone paint it. And then they sent me the painting. How and nice I was like, that. what? Okay, that's Who very that? nice. That's, that's amazing. very nice. That is amazing. Right. right. So, yeah, we love Chewy. We do. We do. Okay. Uh, okay, so the first one is this very cool Frisco Nylon Christmas Tree Dog Chew Toy. It's very cute. It's 10 bucks. Yes. And the next one is for the power chewers, which um, my dog tended to be a power chewer. Yep. Uh, is a Kong Holiday Core Strength Bone. Uh which it's just a red and, and uh, green uh, Kong bone, which we love Kong toys. We do. And they're so good. Yeah, I, we use yeah. those a lot at the shelter. We do. I love the next one. It is so cute. More and merrier plush buffalo check jack dog toy. Um, and it looks like a jack. I'm going to have to go get one of these because it's just too cute. Yeah. Remy would love this. Yeah, and it's a plush toy. So if your dog likes plush toys and carries them around, it's easy to throw, easy to pick up. 
it says your dog will have fun running after it all day as it bounces in different directions wherever it lands. You know, Rem, like uh, a jack. Remy is so funny because she's an Irish setter. Mm-hmm. She's two. And I had some friends over for dinner. And I also have a Bernie's Mountain Dog who's two and a half named Jack. So everyone listening to this podcast is going to hear about Jackson and Remy a lot, <laughs> especially Remy because she is, is a naughty. Kid. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but she just. Like, if somebody comes to the door, she goes and runs and gets one of her stuffed toys. So she, oh, I love that. She had this very long carrot I had gotten her. <laughs> she was running around with on Saturday night when friends came over. And they're like, she doesn't. Cho- she never chews them up. Uh-huh. She never chews them up. And, like, she will run in the house after a day, you know, at doggy daycare or uh-huh. going to work with my husband. And she'll go right to her toy box and grab a toy. And if she goes outside, she has to get a toy, take it out, and then she brings it back. She loves them. So, like, she would love this Jack. But yeah, she would. Did your dog chew, chew up toys? Yeah. I couldn't trust my dog with plush toys. Okay. Um, so she could have, like, the Kong rubber toys. You know, Which is why we love gaz- those. Yeah, there's yeah. a gazillion uh, styles of those. But um, she was – she it, even tennis balls, I had to be careful – giving her tennis balls yeah because she would sit and pull all of the green fuzz, fuzz off of them yeah uh, and then you know it's in her mouth it's stuck between her teeth right. it was horrible but yeah I, she could not be trusted with plush toys yeah which was sad because i love when dogs carry around toys like that oh yeah i i bet you're Remy. i'm not exaggerating i'll bet she has 75 stuffed toys because oh my gosh i love it i go places or like i pick her up from doggy daycare and she, they've got all these toys for sale, of course, in the lobby. And she goes over and <laughs> takes one. I don't have the heart to take it from her. So I'm like, I'll take the caterpillar or I'll take the eggplant. I mean, whatever. It's so like she, a kid in a candy it store. It is. And I'm just, you know, she has everything. But she does not have the jack. I'm well, going to have to totally get the it's jack. It's only $10, Carol. That's adorable. I'm on my way. So, <laughs> Speaking uh, of tennis balls, yes. uh, this is a wreath just for them. It says it's Frisco adorable. Holiday Wreath Tennis Ball Squeaky Dog Toy. So it's like a wreath, but it's... All, it's tennis balls. That's adorable. And they squeak. Uh, so if your dog's a ball hound, go get it. And it's at Chewy again. And we're just going to say Chewy yeah. during this because we support them because they support shelters. Yes, we love Chewy. So that's great. Okay, the next one is very cute also. It is a candy cane um, mer- tug, tug toy is what it is. So one side's got a loop. The other side's got a ball. So you could hold on to it while they're playing tug of war. Perfect. Remy and Jax would love this. One of them will have the one end, the other one oh, will have yeah. another. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember when you're playing tug, if you're playing with your dog, you have to let them win sometimes. Yes. Good point. Otherwise, they they lose interest. Yeah. If uh, they can't win. That's a good right? point. It's like a cat with a laser light. Don't do that. Right. Because they can never win. And it's very frustrating. And we were talking about the fishing toys yeah. earlier. Same thing. Don't just like let your cat get close and then jerk it in front. Let them catch it once in a while. Yeah. They yeah. have to win. Yeah. Uh, the next one here for the Mickey Mouse fan, Disney Holiday Mickey and Minnie Mouse Gingerbread Cookies plush uh, toy. It's a rope toy, um, and the gingerbread cookies look like Mickey and Minnie, and they squeak. So another little tug toy, which dogs love. They love. And it squeaks. All dogs love the squeakers. The other, next one is the Zippy Paws Jugglers Holiday Tough No Stuffing Squeaky Plush Dog Toy <laughs> with Crinkle Head and Tail. That's a long title. Uh, you know, they started making, like, uh, it's going to sound weird, but they started making stuffed toys with no stuffing. Yes. Have you seen those? Yes. In fact, one of Remy's favorite toys that she always has to know where it's at is, a, is an opossum, which is no stuffing. So okay. it's like flat opossum. Yep. The Santa, I think, is like that. No stuffing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they have, uh, you know, some dogs like carrying around like empty water yeah. bottles yeah. because of the crinkle noise. 
So I know some of these toys, you can put like an empty water bottle in them so that it oh, makes that idea. crunch sound. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of them, they've been putting like some material in there yeah. you know, that makes the, the crinkle sound because dogs love that too. How cute. Yeah, and the next one here is also at Chewy. Um, it's Santa, uh, a reindeer, and a little elf, and they, they all squeak. And they're only $10. These are so cheap. Normally when we do these lists, it's like 35 50 right. these No, are these cheap. are like 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah. We're just telling you the ones where Ch- Chewy have. You'll have to find the rest of them. But right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sour, squeaky, merry makings. This one's kind of weird. Br- I like it. Briny and bright. <laughs> it's a holiday pickle plush dog toy. And it's funny because it says naughty d- dill with it. Dill and with it's it. like a pickle with a Santa hat on. Yeah. Love yeah. That. It's so very if, funny. If you're a pickle fan, check it out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the next one is a hipster moose, uh, <laughs> which I love. Um, it's a plush uh, squeaky toy. Also only $10 at Chewy. Adorable. Uh, the next one is very cute too. It's uh, haughty diggity. Am I saying that right? Hot. Hot, hot yeah. diggity dog. Oh, I see H-A-U-T-E, yeah. cute. Yeah. Okay, Hot Diggity Dog, Starbucks Coffee Collection. Uh-huh. Yeah. It looks like a latte. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But it says Starbucks, which is adorable. Peppermint Mocha. <laughs> okay, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, that is adorable. Uh, the next one is Gingerbread uh, Cookie and Coffee. So there's a little gingerbread man and a little coffee. Um, only $10. Oh, this one's at Target. We like Target. Yeah. Um, and they crinkle and squeak, so your dog will love them. Go check them out. Where'd Rudolph go? Zippy Paws Holiday Burrow. So this is a kind of a hide-and-seek Yeah, like one. A, more of a puzzle toy. Exactly. So it's got like a present, and then these little reindeer that are inside, then they can like dig the reindeer out. Yeah, yeah. whack-a-mole style. Yes, exactly. Very cute. Yeah, that one's, that one's cute too. Uh, and then another interactive one, uh, similar to the uh, present with the... Uh, reindeer is a gingerbread house. So then you put the gingerbread man, uh, a Christmas tree, a candy cane in there and let your dog dig them out of there. Very cute. And then along with that also is the hot cocoa, uh, Frisco holiday hot cocoa, terrible two in one plush squeaky dog poi- toy. And again, same like it. You got something that's in it and they can pull it out um, as well. So yeah, something to keep their brain going. Very huh? cute toys. Yeah, they are cute. And remember also, if you go out to the Animal Rescue League to our Animal House store, um, we have lots of really fun stuff. Um, uh, we'd also have a lot of really fun stuff that again, all the proceeds go back to help the animals at the Animal Rescue League. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, it's not a big giant store. You have to walk around. Everything's right there. It's very cool. We have gifts for people, too. So, yeah. Yeah, people, that's important. People gifts, too. Yeah. So if you know people like pets, you can get them their cat a toy and get them something. And also, I'm going to give this big reminder because I did this last year, and it was so cool. I gave gift certificates to the Animal House to people, to some friends for their holiday present. Perfect. And then they could just go out to the animal house and pick out either something for themselves mm-hmm. or their pet. And they loved it. They yeah, loved it. Yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah. And, and again, then you don't have to, like, you know, bang your head against the desk right. about, oh, are they going to like it? Yeah. What do I get? Just let them go choose. And I think one of the coolest things about it was they said to me was it was like a double gift because I knew, like, 
all the money was going back to help the animals. Right. You know? So, yeah. Bonus. Yeah. So that that is it. That is all she wrote. That's all she wrote. We hope you enjoyed (laughs) the For Love of Animals podcast episode. Please uh, stay with us and listen again. We'll be back next Wednesday also. And remember, you can find lots of fun stuff in between as well. Get posted on our For Love of Animals Facebook page. Yes. Feel free to give us a chat or something on there. Um, And you can also go to the ARL's website, www.arl-iowa.org, and they can find us on there also uh, and submit a question or a comment. Yep, click on community, then scroll down to our uh, ARL for Love of Animals podcast icon. Click that, and there's a very easy form that you can put in your name, put in your question, and hit submit, and it'll come out to us. And like I said, when we get the... The phone line set up for voicemails. We'll let everybody know that. Absolutely. Very fun. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. We're going to sign out here in a world where you can be anything. Be kind. Go forth, pop forward. We'll see you next time.